0: Happy New Year. If my timing is right, this is the first episode released for 2024. In it, we're going to talk about nine of my personal favorite life hacks, things that I do on a regular basis that helps make my life easier. I had no trouble coming up with a list of things to share. I could have made the list 24 things to share but I didn't wanna overwhelm anyone to start the year. Today, we're gonna focus on nine life hacks that I use to make my life easier. Hello and welcome. My name is Danette Lowe, and this is Shine First Today, where we help you learn how to follow your own internal guidance system. Thank you for joining us. I was at a conference the other day and we were sitting around the table with a group of my colleagues and we were starting to talk about how to use our travel rewards points effectively and someone else brought up a calendar app and things like that and we started talking about these life hacks. I thought what a great idea to share on an episode would be some of my favorite life hacks. This is in no particular order of nine things that I use to help make my life easier and that I'd like to share with you. Number one is the use of automated bill payments. I have every single bill set up to be paid automatically. That way, when I travel, I don't have to worry about it. For budgeting, I have all of the amounts set up and entered in as a memorized transaction in my Quicken, which, yes, I still use Quicken to balance my checkbook. By having everything set up on autopay, I don't have to worry about, is the things getting paid on time? And we travel a lot for work. I don't have to worry about getting the bill in the mail and entering it in or putting a stamp on something. I mean, that alone is a big savings. But automated bill pay is so easy. It's so easy to use and get set up on your system. I've converted absolutely everything over to it. And I did it as in planning for a big trip that we had. And I don't know why I waited so long to do it. I absolutely love having everything set up on automatic bill pay. Tip number two is checklists. I am a huge fan of checklists. Not a to-do list, a checklist. I make everything I do into a process. And I make a checklist for it. There's a book called Checklist Manifesto. And in it, it talks about the power of these checklists from helping doctors and surgeons in surgery to follow a checklist that reduces errors in surgery to airline pilots who use checklists when they fly planes. The power of having a checklist in place cannot be understood. I can take anything that I do, especially at work, anything I do on a regular basis, and I can make it into a checklist. For example, doing the podcast has a lot of different steps. I've made everything into a checklist, and the checklist then tells me two things. First, it can tell me how long everything is taking me, like how much time I'm spending. And number two, it tells me what can I delegate. It's by having a checklist you can really understand how long something is taking and how you can make the system of what you're doing improved, which will improve your life and reduce time and reduce stress and actually reduce errors. I'm a huge fan of checklists. Tip number three is a self-care alarm on your phone. If there is a micro habit that you're trying to create, Like exercise more, or journaling more, or simply to meditate once a day. Anything that you're trying to add into your life, do yourself a favor and set an alarm on your phone and label the alarm what it is you want to accomplish. And don't make the mistake that I did by checking to see the time that you set the alarm for the first time I set it, Siri set the alarm for 3 a.m. And I woke up at 3 a.m., turned the alarm off and then thought, got to fix that the next day. I like to set alarms to remind myself, especially as I'm trying to get into the habit of doing something. So it's so much fun. It's so easy to do these days. I thought I would share that one with you. Tip number four is making use of AI tools like ChatGPT. Now, a version of ChatGPT is starting to become available in other applications. This is gonna be a skill that we are going to use and it is not going anywhere. At the conference I went to recently, we had a whole presentation on the future of AI and it is not going away anytime soon. So learn how to adopt it and use it in your daily life. Some of the things that I use it for are trying to figure out what gifts to buy someone. Um, If I'm shopping for someone and I'm not sure what to get, I can put a couple of prompts in to ChatGPT and I can get a really good response back and things that I never would have thought of. I use it to help build out a menu plan for our family meals. I have a list of things that I like to have and I copy and paste in and I have my prompt and say, "Okay, here's what I have in the fridge. Give me some dinner ideas or here's what I'm thinking of having. Give me some ideas. And it can go as in-depth as you want if you're using ChatGPT. And you have a conversation, it remembers what you wrote in the previous questions and you build upon it. So it's a really great tool. The other thing I like to use it for is to figure out a process. I also use it anytime I'm stuck or frustrated about something. If I'm really just not sure where to start, I will sometimes open up the app and just type in a quick prompt that says, I need help with, and I write out a little quick explanation of what it is I need help with. And it's always amazing to me that it comes back with such a great like couple of points to start with. It's really an amazing tool. I use it quite a bit. It's not going away anytime soon. More and more businesses are incorporating it and based on the uh, presentation that we saw, uh, this technology is here with us to stay. It's surprisingly easy and kind of fun to use. Tip number five is Airtable. Airtable is a free app. It is basically a database and an Excel spreadsheet. If you love using Excel, which I am an Excel girl, I am a numbers girl, I'm a logical left brain, you know, finance person, and everything I've done throughout my career has always been done in an Excel spreadsheet, and since I've discovered Airtable, I have really utilized that as a tool for tracking so many different things. You can copy and paste any Excel spreadsheet into there. As a starting point. And then once you have your data in, you can really manipulate things. A great example is I have an address book for our friends and family. So I just added a couple of columns for sending out a Christmas card or buying a gift. And you can then sort and say, I used it to help keep track of who I sent the Christmas presents too, and who I still had left to shop for. And I just, by using their filters and using dates and custom fields, which everything is 100% customizable, you can really get some good, useful information. Airtable is a great tool. It's super easy to use. If you love Excel, You will probably wanna keep using Excel for calculations. It can do calculations, but it's honestly not awesome at it. Um, It can get the job done, but it's a little awkward in times. But for tracking anything, like one of the big things we track is our key metrics for our business, our KPIs. Airtable is a phenomenal tool. And if you haven't tried it yet, it's completely free. Um, for the base plan. The other thing I've done is I set my husband up with an account and I share my base with him and things like travel, like packing. I have my checklist for travel packing in the app and my husband and I can both see where we are on a given trip. It actually made camping just a lot easier, like the prep work for camping a lot easier. So I love using Airtable. Tip number six is another app that I love using, and that's the TripIt app. The TripIt app is for keeping all of your trips and your travel into one well-organized location. The cool thing about TripIt is if you give it access to your email, it will scan your email for you, and pull out all of the reservations as they come into your inbox you do not have to do anything so i have an email set up specifically just for travel and i have all of my travel linked to it that alone is a good hack just to have a travel email and to have all your rewards cards and everything linked in all your travel Points linked to one email, but then TripIt can go in and scan and build your trip. And some of the really great benefits I found of using the app, it tells you if you're missing a night. So a lot of times if my husband and I plan a road trip, we plan to go to multiple places. Even when we went overseas, we were going to multiple places and it'll tell you, hey, you don't have a place to sleep on these two nights. So you can go in and make sure that all of your reservations overlap. It keeps, helps you do, a, it does a really good job helping you keep track of making sure you have a hotel or something for each night that you're away. The other cool thing is like when you go to check in for a flight and you need to know what time to be there. It has all the confirmation right there in the app. So you can just click through to check in. I find that really useful. The other thing that I found it super helpful was when we did a big trip a couple of years ago, we had uh, multiple things going on and we had to make a couple of changes. We actually had to fly out the day before and add on to the trip And that affected our car rental reservation, that affected the original flight, it affected hotels, and I was able to go in and use the app to find all the reservation numbers. Instead of scanning through my email box, I was able to go in the app and make all these changes. It was really super cool. I really love that app, and it's free too. Tip number seven is the heart-mind coherence meditation. I had to include this. This is a super simple, very quick meditation. The theory behind the heart-mind coherence meditation is that our heartbeat is beating at a certain rate, and our brain waves are also going at a certain rate. And when we feel stress and anxiety, the heart waves and the brain waves are out of sync. So, if we do a very quick heart mind meditation, then that can get those brain waves and heart waves in sync, and we will instantly feel calm and centered. I did a meditation on that, it's a four minute meditation. I will link to that at the end. It's something that is absolutely essential in my toolkit. If I'm stressed out, if I'm crazy, if I'm overwhelmed, it's something that I can do that just takes a couple of minutes and I feel amazing afterwards. Tip number eight is my Timmy the timer. I'm going to get it here. Hopefully you can see this. Put it here. Um, This is just an analog timer. Um, I think my friend had a timeout timer and she called it Timmy the timer. So I call this Timmy the timer and it's analog. And you just set it for a certain amount of time. And when it goes off, you get a beat. And I cannot tell you how much I love Having a physical analog timer. I travel with this everywhere I travel. I take this with me. I do pop the batteries out when I travel. Um, I use this constantly. Um, I have a tendency to get tied up in a project. I have a tendency to sit too long or to just go down the rabbit hole of whatever I'm working on and to have this come in and kind of say, hello, you've been sitting too long. It's such a great reminder. If I'm in a team meeting with my staff, I can set the timer in the beginning for how much time we've allotted to our meeting and because i'm friends with my team and we always have other things to talk about besides work then it's one of the things that helps keep us on track and i absolutely love it it's one of my favorite life hacks number nine is our last life hack i call it sunday mindset in our family life I have claimed Sunday as my personal day of the week. That means that anything that I wanna do, I get to do on Sunday. Everything else gets built around that. We have allocated Saturday as my husband's day, so whatever he wants to do takes priority for Saturday, and Sunday is my special day. And the reason I think it's so important is to have one ideal day a week. I have one day a week that I live my ideal life in that day. I think it helps me carry forward into the other days of the week. When life is more stressful on a work day compared to a weekend day, I can remind myself what it's like living my day on a Sunday. Interestingly to me, I'm no less productive on Sunday. I get a tremendous amount done. I work on only the things that I want to work on. So only the things that are bringing me joy, only the things that are important to me at the time, and I defer anything else to another day of the week. So claim one day a week as your own and see how that affects you in the rest of the week when life is so busy. I hope you've enjoyed these nine life hacks. You can tell I hope that these are all my personal favorites. These are tips that I use on a daily basis. I would love it if you could share some of your life hacks in the comments and let's really get a great list and help each other out and support each other. This is a journey that we're all on together. I'm wishing you every joy and happiness in the year of 2024. I hope you have an amazing year. I hope your life is filled with blessings. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I will see you in the next episode. If you're looking for more support on your journey and you want to join a lovely community of like-minded people, please head over to our website at shinefirsttoday.com. We have a number of resources to help guide you on your journey. I'm sending you light and love. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.